Hey everyone, this is Jackie Cooper from J. Cooper Travels and I want to invite you to listen to um, this little bit of information. Um, I Today I wanted to talk to you about something that's dear uh, to, and close to my heart uh, because I am an attorney even though I'm not actively practicing right now in the traditional way. I am doing um, consulting on a variety of, of topic areas from special ed, to cryptocurrency, to business consulting. And in doing all that, I realized that many of the individuals that I was speaking to um, did not have the basics in place. They did not have a will. They did not have an estate plan in place. They did not have some of the documents that they needed for their small business. Um, they also... Um, again, had they were either single or had a family and and they also struggled with identity theft uh, situations. So I've been encountering as I've been doing J. Cooper travels, a lot of different scenarios. And I realized that as a lawyer, I'm actively licensed in one state, but I really am meeting clients from around the world. And I really wanted to support them in what they were doing. So recently I became involved with a company called Legal Shield, and the link will be um, below in the podcast. Um, so that way you can check out the packages. The packages are really affordable. You can they're smart, they're simple, the they protect your family, your business, and your personal identity. If you're buying a cup of coffee or tea from Starbucks every day, you can definitely afford um, this Legal Shield plan. With Legal Shield, they also have uh, supplements for gun owners, for a trial defense, for a home business, for ride shares. Um, these packages uh, provide adv advice and consultation, letters and calls, document review. You can get access to professional consultations, letters and calls, 24-7 uh, emergency access. Um, the plan is definitely, um, again, can fit all of your various needs. So my um, request is that you definitely check this out. Just like having health insurance, which we all need in case of an emergency, um, and just in case you know we travel. I, for those that have listened to me, I always say don't travel without travel insurance because the unexpected happens. The same thing I would recommend on the Legal Shield side because all of us need a will. All of us need the basics um, plan in place. So that way when the unexpected happens um, at a time that we might not have planned for it, um, our family and we are set to go in terms of having um, a medical power of attorney or anything else that we might need. So again, really quick, Legal Shield. I am an associate. I definitely, um, in this situation, you know, am highly recommending this for you to just check it out. My link is below and feel free to reach out to me so that way I can support you in all your needs. And if you decide that you would also like to be featured on J. Cooper Travels as uh, one of the stories being shared, definitely reach out to me. I'm open to meeting new people. Legal Shield is available in all 50 states in the Canada as well as in the UK. So it is very broad and again, it is, um, a comprehensive 
very affordable package that can start at $24.95 a month, um, which is really, really reasonable considering that you have um, almost unlimited access to your personal attorney that gets assigned to you. So have a great day and I look forward to um, seeing you like and subscribe and joining more of the conversations on J. Cooper Travels. Have a great one. Bye. Hi everyone, this is Jackie Cooper with um, J. Cooper Travels and today I am really excited because we're going to be talking about something that's close to my heart. It's about protecting the environment by keeping uh, bees and um, flowers and vegetables and fruits and all the plants and botanicals alive because of making sure that our ecosystem is in balance. And I talk about bees because I know that it's really important. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, background on the internet about how bees are dying and how it's really important to support them because without them, we don't have the pollination that we need. And I connected with um, a really special person on LinkedIn. He has developed a, a business um, and his whole passion is about um, making sure that the bees are able to continue to exist in a way that's healthy for them and obviously fruitful for us. So I want to bounce over, you know, the introductions actually uh, to my special friend so he can introduce himself and his business because even though um, a lot of what we're going to talk about is in process, he's an inventor and a very creative person. And I want to make sure that I um, keep everything proprietary that might need to be proprietary. <laughs> so how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. My name is Reg Fu. I'm the owner and the inventor of the Sippy Hive. In October of 2018, I developed a system, a hive system that will increase the production of bees and honey without being a detriment to the bees and help to prevent the spread of disease amongst the hives. So um, that's a lot of information. So tell me, how did you um, get involved with this? What, what, what kind of made you so passionate about um, designing something to help bees? Well, it all started in 2013 um, in my apartment in Capitol Hill in Denver. I was eating honey and, you know, I just, it just came to me while I was eating the honey. And I thought to myself, what would it, what, it, what would it take to start a honey business? And, and, and more importantly, what's, you know, there's got to be more to the honey, you know, um, then I started to do a lot of research and then in 2013 I started doing that research and started the Sippy Foo Honey Company. Um, from, from that I immersed all of my time in research into um, studying the bees. I've spent, I've spent many, many hours, hive hours outside just observing bees and seeing how they behave and seeing um, what's what in our environment, what we are doing as humans that are affecting, you know, 
the bee issue that we have, the honeybee issue, because they are so important to our food chain. Um, we've developed a food chain system that we're pretty much dependent on honeybees, especially in this country. So if something ha if something detrimental happens to the honeybees, we are in a lot of trouble. We are in a lot of trouble. The honeybees um, are responsible for helping us reduce about 80% of our food source. You know, if you like tomatoes, you like almonds, you like avocados, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but you know, we need them. And it's because of the pollination. Pollination helps to increase the production of food, you know, and if we don't, we have so many people in our country, you know, upwards to almost 400 million, um, that if that were to stop, we would be in a lot of trouble. So, um, where are, what's the population of the bees now? Um, are, is, are we, are we sliding downhill or are they making a comeback? Where are they now? So let me first tell you something. If you talk to about 10 beekeepers, you might get 10 different answers. Yeah. And um, anyone that, you know, takes bee classes, you know, that's something that we say. Um, where are we right now? We are, because of the lockdown, it was reported, you know, from different sources that the bee populations have gone up. Okay. But, but... Um, that may be true, but beekeepers already know that we face a variety of problems. You know, there's pesticides, there's neonicotinoids, there's the um, um, colony collapse disorder. Um, there's a whole myriad of, of issues, especially the varora mites. They're mites. And... Um, even the techniques that certain beekeepers are using to protect hives are turning out to be detrimental to the bees. So that is an issue. Um, because there's so many different variables that can go wrong with the hive, we are finding that a lot of beekeepers are quitting, you know, people that have had bees in their families for generations and have a couple of hundreds of hives they've they've literally given up and you know over the last decade we've had eight million people you know quit beekeeping altogether and we're finding it harder and harder for people to join the ranks of being beekeepers so if and we don't have people that are going to be beekeepers, where do those bees go? That's that's a very good question. Sometimes, so so when people quit, they usually sell their hives, or they'll either just stop altogether. They'll either just all stop. To, they'll stop together because their hives have been wiped out, literally wiped out. So. There are a lot of different issues. Even, even the system that we have currently, we're putting a strain. When you when you have, we're putting a strain on the bees themselves. So when you have, you know, let's just say people in Wyoming that ship their
their bees to California to help with pollination. And then they have to ship them back to Wyoming. That in itself is a stress on the bees. And I, people I don't would, realize that. I never thought about the fact that we're shipping bees for pollination. I always thought that the bees are in the areas where they need to pollinate. That, that is happening. Bees are constantly being shipped across the country. And that's another that's another issue that we, we are facing. But it's a necessary thing or the levels of food production are going to go down. So. So with the who designed the first beehive or the beehives that are being used right now? Because you've redesigned it and you're going to be um, sharing that new design soon. But um, yes. how, how old is the other beehive design? Is it very old? It's over 100 years old. And it was uh, formed by a priest by the name of Langstroth. Wow. And we currently use, you know, when we talk about hives, usually there's the Langstroth hive, but there are a variety of different hives that have been used for a very, for thousands of years. There are different hives, you know, but the current one that we use right now that's standard is the Langstroth hive. So how long uh, does it take to uh, manufacture your hive? I mean, once, once it's in, in production, I mean, will you be able to meet the demand of people who might want to um, have access to your hive? Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, we, we hope to meet the demand and we're hoping for a great demand, um, but um, I think that would be a good thing. You know, if they were like, hey, we want more of your hives and, and, and that sort of thing. But yeah, we, we're planning on, you know, rolling it out and meeting the demand slowly and steadily. Is it going to be manufactured here in the United States? Yes, it's going to be manufactured here in the United States. That'd be awesome. Um, so if someone like myself who have, who has no experience um, or even someone who has experience wanted to um, start a beehive and use your beehive, how, how easy or how hard is it to um, become involved with, um, you know, supporting this? It's going to be really easy. It's going to be super easy. So all throughout the country, there are different bee stores and, and people offering bee classes. You know, we'll be offering classes online as well. And um, we also recommend too that, you know, if you have a beekeeper that is offering classes to take those classes because, you know, initially in our, in our meeting, I just hit you with a bunch of information and that was just the a little smidge of, yeah. of what I was saying. Yeah. Here's the thing too. People, people um, that want to get involved in bee, beekeeping don't, and they don't know anything about bees. They don't realize, you know, until they start to take the classes, how much work is involved. There's a lot of information, you know, and depending, you know, if you have one hive, it's not too bad, you know, people tend to forget to do certain things, you know, like feed, feed the hive, you know, going in the hive. Um, 
people become, you know, people have a great enthusiasm about beekeeping, but once they put that suit on and then they're, they're encountering, encountering, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 bees, you know, and then they start to get stung, you know, then they have a change of heart, you know, bees have a greater sense of smell 10 times than a dog. They can smell fear. Interesting. Okay. okay. They can smell fear. Um, keep, I mean, there are tons of people that you can look on YouTube that work with bees that never wear a suit. That's not me. <laughs> 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 That's not me. And uh, there have been a couple of times, you know, because I've, I've had hives throughout the whole metro area of Denver, Colorado, where I've been seen running down the street, you know, running down the street. I, a bee breached by, you know, I got so excited. And this was in the beginning years of uh, when I first started to beekeep. I'd be so excited about going to see my hives and I wouldn't put my suit on all the way. So, you know, the bees will find a way they're <laughs> mad at you to come and get you. So I've been known <laughs> to be running down the street you know, and literally stripping off on someone's lawn, you know, my bee suit and having people laugh at me They're like this guy is crazy. So but um, I want to reiterate the importance of beekeeping and to realize that you're doing something important and to not be fearful of beekeeping and um, Always double check too, you know, to make sure that you don't have any allergies to bees before you start to beekeep, you know. And if you are going to beekeep and you have an allergy, make sure that you have an EpiPen with you at all times. Yeah. So have you thought about or are there like agricultural colleges or other colleges, maybe not in the agricultural area, that are thinking about offering classes about beekeeping or are there beekeeping clubs? You know, um, are there other ways to kind of share information about your hives to that network? Um, yes, there are. And um we are kind of being secretive about it, but if you <laughs> but if you are in the state of Colorado, I recommend joining the Colorado Beekeepers Association and um, a big bee person that um, is an associate of mine in the beekeeping world. Her name is Beth Conroy. Um, she's very knowledgeable. She is a big uh, advocate of saving the bees and does a lot of great work. And um, she sells delicious honey herself. So, um, but all you have to do is go on the internet wherever you are and, you know, look up beekeep, beekeeping near me and there will be a plethora of options, hopefully, for you. There usually are. So for those that are listening, they're on the podcast and on the Zoom, there's a block of information below, and that's where you'll be able to also access uh, information on how to um, make contact. So that way you can also connect and learn more about beekeeping. Would you go ahead and share your website information? So that way, if people want to reach out to you to get your hive or learn more about what you're doing that they can. So can you go ahead and tell everyone how to best reach you? 
So right now we are so secretive that we don't have a Sookie Hive website, but, <laughs> and I'm serious, you know, um, I, not to brag, um, I turned down a lot of money last year, you know, from certain investors. I do have new investors now, thank goodness. Um, I turned down a lot of money last year because it didn't work out well in the business sense for, for me. Yeah. So I've been very, you know, when you have something that's important and you know that it's going to be a game changer. Yeah. Um, I've been very secretive about in, intentionally about this. And um, originally, you know, with my original investors, it, we were trying to set it up where I was trying to set it up where no one would have known that I was the inventor. Got it. So things kind of changed, you know, and um, on January 12th, you know, um, of 2020, um, when I was at a, um, a, a meeting with um, Environment Colorado and um, the Lieutenant Governor and some of the state senators, at the end of that meeting, I had announced the secret that, hey, I have an invention that's going to help with the bees and it's going to be important. But, you know, of course, you know, until you have the proof in the pudding and it's out there, people are going to think that you're a crank. <laughs> and I can understand that. And I can understand that. So um, I know that my product, my hive works. Um, I'm super excited about bringing it out. If anyone is interested, and contacting me to find out a little bit more information or if I could be of an assistance of them to become a better beekeeper, you know, cause Hey, I don't know everything. Um, it's funny, you know, I've been doing this for, you know, over eight years and there, you know, and I learn something new every day because there's so much information, you know, but people are, can, Email me at Sookie, S-O-O-K-Y dot F-O-O, as in foo, at gmail.com, Sookie.foo at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, you know, or concerns or, you know, you need some encouragement about becoming a beekeeper, I'll be more than happy to assist you. Awesome. That's awesome. And again, everyone, that information will definitely be um, in the podcast, uh, Jay Cooper Travels, um, you know, in the block below. And you can also reach out to me at jaycoopertravels at gmail.com. And I'm happy to put you in contact as well. And this is a really important area. And once the, um, the first type is created and launched, I cannot wait to show it and support you in your adventure of marketing it and sharing it with the world. Cause I think this is really important. So, um, and not to confuse Sookie, Sookie, I named after my grandmother. Um, but the actual hive is S U K I Sookie hive LLC. And, uh, Sookie stands for, Super uber kick-ass invention. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm super, I'm so grateful for your interest. You know, it's really an important thing. Um, everyone needs to be more mindful about, you know, our environment. 
and what we're doing, you know, I'm not trying to tell people how to live, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, let people know that we really need to be more mindful of our environment because, you know, you are what you eat and the bees are helping you to produce what you're going to eat. And if we're throwing garbage into the environment, we're not making the lives of bees any easier. You know, they have to go and, and, and forage, you know, for pollen and for nectar, you know, and if you, if you're using a bunch of pesticides in your garden, you know, you're putting that back into the cycle, you know, into the whole food chain, you know, so people have to start realizing that more. Yeah, I agree with you totally. I, I think that we all have to Every little bit makes a huge difference and um, there are always options and we just have to kind of be more mindful as to what steps we take in our backyard and in our neighborhood. So I agree with you totally. So um, thank you so much for everything that you're doing. I look forward to continuing conversations with you. Um, and like, again, everyone like and subscribe and definitely, um, make sure that you know in your own life um decide what thing every day you want to do differently to help us protect our environment because collectively as a whole we can make a huge difference and um the bees are just one part but they're a vital vital part so um thank you again and i look forward to talking with you again soon have a great day thank you recording stopped <laughs>